Most people don't know what's holding them back, but you do because you listen to me, Sam, your self-care guru and journal junkie. Welcome to Journal Entries, your safe place where you can tune in weekly to get tips, tricks, and journal prompts to uncover your feelings, gain clarity, and make your move. Today, we have Madeline Evergreen back on Journal Entries as our guest speaker. She is a human design reader and a breathwork practitioner. Last time, she talked all about human design, but on this episode, we'll touch a little bit more on human design and way more on breathwork and how it can help us release subconscious thoughts, feelings, and beliefs. We are going to dive right back into our conversation. So Madeline and I talked about human design and the different energy types. And Madeline was also talking about how she was using her energy type to make changes in her daily life and even at her job so that she was more aligned with that energy type. And she said that she started feeling happier and those around her started feeling happier too. So Madeline, is there any other part of your human design chart that you feel like guided you to really become more aligned and feel happier? Yeah. Yeah. And something else that's made a huge difference in my life is following my authority. And in human design, everybody has something called an authority. And it just means which voice inside your head should you be listening to, to make a decision? You know how, when you're going to make decisions, it sometimes feels like Your head is telling you you should do one thing and then your heart is telling you another thing and then you know there's this other voice in your head telling you to do this other thing and it's like you're at a fork in the road and you don't know what choice to choose Mm -hmm. we all have all these voices but we also all have one of those voices that we're meant to listen to the one Mm -hmm. that is actually the decision maker within us So for me, mine is called a sacral authority. Nobody really needs to know that, but it just simply means that when I'm going to make a decision, I'm supposed to pick the thing that excites me the most. Like, what am I most attracted to? It's not useful for someone like me to think about logic, like what would be the smart decision or an emotion, like what makes me feel really like gratitude and loving and feel positive emotion that's not helpful for me according to my chart and when i started really making big decisions in life based off of like just what do i want like what's exciting every single one of those decisions has worked out and most of them were not logical and were actually <laughs> like didn't make sense and i felt like i was crazy for making that choice And then as soon as I made the choice based off of what excites me, it's like an explosion of manifestations come my way after that. Mm -hmm. So I just pulled mine up really quick. My authority is the instinctive intuition, which I think makes sense. I don't know the, the scientific answer, but I'm definitely the type. Like just this morning, I went to go look at a house and I'm not the type. I need time to like think and like, have that space to like, I don't know, sit in how something makes me feel. And then I can like process it and know the answer, if that makes sense. Can I burst your bubble for a second? Yes. 
I'm looking at your chart right now and you said uh -huh. two two things that are like way out of alignment for you Ooh. for decision making. Oh, so tell me. Thinking is not good for you. Like weighing the decision and thinking about it. Mm -mm, that's actually going to send you into like a decision fatigue spiral where you don't come to the real answer. Mm -hmm. And then you said something about feeling mm -hmm. for you addressing your feelings or your emotions when it comes to decision making is also a bad idea. <laughs> and I'm going to be reading your chart soon here on my podcast. Yes. So for mm -hmm. anybody who wants to know way more of what I'm, why I'm saying that we're going to talk exactly about that on that episode. So just stay tuned for it. But for you, like you said, you have this instinctive intuition. And so you are only supposed to listen to a snap instinct when it's decision making time. And it will be the first answer that pops in your mind. And it won't be something that you can explain or justify why that's the answer. And it will be quick. Mm. Like, yes, yeah. or no, that's it. And the more I've that said you that. think about it, the more you're going to kind of lose that instinctive touch. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. I was just thinking, I've said that so many times recently. It's like, I can't explain it. It's just how I feel or it's just what I'm going to do. And I am semi-dating now. And like with guys, it's so easy for me to come up with like that instinct, like yes or no. But I don't do, I like drag it out because I'm like, no, they're probably a good guy or, you know. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm still stuck in that like rationalizing. So it's, I feel like now I have permission to not, explain myself and not overthink. Totally. And just to kind of like tease why that is for you, any sorts of thoughts, judgments, opinions, or perspectives are going to be almost like you're psychically picking up on those from everybody else. So you don't have your own this is going to sound really weird, but you don't have your own judgments or thoughts or opinions. And it doesn't mean that you don't have any opinions or thoughts. It just means that the perspectives you have, like the point of view, the judgments that you have are all coming from other people that you pick up on from their aura or from their energetic field. And it goes into your mind. And if you think those things, or if you speak those things, you're actually speaking of other people's judgments, thoughts, and opinions, mm -hmm. which is amazing. And I have that aspect of my chart as well, but that makes it really unwise to make your own personal decisions based off of the, that, because those aren't your thoughts. They're not your opinions and judgments. Mm -hmm. Does yeah. that make sense? Mm -hmm. Same thing with emotion. You pick up on everybody else's emotions. So if you're going to ever make an emotional decision, it's actually based on someone else's emotion. Yeah, I definitely do that. So there's the different types, but then within each type, there's all of these differences. So yeah, if you guys want to learn more about mine, because we might have some similarities, but also you've heard a little bit about Madeline's and just the two of us, I feel like there's some really like opposites of between the two of us, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. you're a projector and a projector and a manifesting generator are two very different energy types. So like for you, you, you don't have that need or that um, necessity to like follow what lights you up. 
Mm-hmm. But what you bring to the table energetically is that you have this amazing like bird's eye view perspective on everything. So you're watching the world from a very unique perspective where you can give direction, you can give advice and wisdom based off of a unique point of view. And your energetic role in the world is to help direct people or help clarify, you know, what can make the world a better place or how can we be more efficient or how can you do things better? Because you can see it from this other view that we all can't see. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So for anyone listening, you should all listen to what Samantha says all the time (laughs) because she's probably right. (laughs) Mic drop. Projectors are always right. They always like, and it's really hard sometimes for people to listen to them because um, sometimes projectors can end up giving a lot of unsolicited advice because they have so much advice to give, but it's, I swear, it's always good advice. So (laughs) yeah. Well, that makes me feel good. Good. Um, Yeah. Another thing that a projector is rest, right? Mm -hmm. That's another thing where I felt like I never allowed myself that. And I've started to do that true since identifying that I'm a projector and everything. I feel like I've been resting more and seeing more success in like all the areas of my life because of that. So this just, all of it is just blows my mind and is so, so interesting. So I would recommend that everybody, you can pull up your chart, Madeline, do you have like a favorite website or resource that you yes. use? Yeah, there's lots of websites you can look up your chart, but I really like to use myhumandesign.com and you would put in your birth information to get your charts. So it's not a quiz, like it isn't a personality test or anything like that. You just input your birth time date and location, and then it's going to pull up your chart and you do need to know the exact birth time. So yeah, you can look up your chart there. And then what you're going to see when you look it up is a bunch of shapes and lines and arrows and numbers. And it looks like nonsense. Like you won't know what any of that means, but there is a description of some of the information. So you can just kind of begin the learning process on there and then getting a one-on-one reading done is so helpful for understanding kind of the more in-depth stuff in your chart. Also, if you don't want to get the reading, Madeline's Instagram, again, you guys, she goes over in bite-size information. That's what I love. It's like the the chart is really overwhelming. And so she shares like, if you have a one in your profile, which will make sense once you have your chart, this is what it means for you, or this is what you are and, and all of that. So that's a really great resource. Um, But I will link her website, you guys, in the show notes if you want to head over there because she has amazing resources over there, including, do you want to mention a little bit about what you do with breathwork and what you offer? Yeah, absolutely. I do somatic breathwork. It's, I don't know if anyone's ever heard of that, but it's getting to be super popular all of a sudden. It's like exploded in the last two years. Um, But I'm a somatic breathwork practitioner. So I offer these workshops online on Zoom and also in person here in Minneapolis and on some occasional retreats. So you can always check out my website at MadelineEvergreen.com and find the breathwork tab to see if there's an upcoming workshop you could join. But I use breathwork as my main method of de-stressing and offloading and letting go of 
trauma and stress and trapped emotions and stuck energy in the body. And it's something that anybody can do anywhere. You're just using the power of your breath and the power of music in order to tap into your body's wisdom. Oftentimes people will have a lot of emotional release happen or they might feel like they go on some kind of journey in their mind where they see images or they receive a lot of downloads or a lot of different amazing things can happen during these breathwork sessions. But it's nothing scary. It's not with a substance or anything like that. It's just truly using your breath and using music to tap into all of that yourself. And then why I'm so into this is because I found that it's very difficult to get in alignment if you're so full of stress that you can't even move forward. So I've seen a lot of people try and learn about their human design chart and they try and live according to it, but they don't get anywhere because it's like their whole psyche and their whole body is jammed with stress and programming and conditioning and limiting beliefs and you know doubt and shame and so much that sometimes you need to just like offload and let a lot of stuff out until then you can consciously move forward with improving your life, whether it's with human design or any other thing you're trying to do. If you're so bogged down with stress, you just can't really move forward. And anybody who's seen that metaphor of like an iceberg, have you ever seen this where you see like a picture of an iceberg from the side and there's that little tip above the water? That's your consciousness. So that's what you are aware of in life. And then there's this huge iceberg underneath the water. That's your subconscious that you're unaware of. And your subconscious can be so full of programming and, you know, the limiting beliefs and all that stuff we know about. And you can't think your way or talk your way out of that. You have to actually do something to tap into it, either through the body or through something like hypnotherapy or tapping some kind of method that it, that talks to your subconscious system to start to move that out so you become clear and open and you can put what you want in, not just what you automatically received from life so far. Mm. So that's why I like breath work. That sounds like an incredible experience. How much do you, how, how much of a benefit do you feel from like one session or do you suggest people go like on a weekly basis or as needed? What would you say? All of the above. So truly one breathwork session can affect your entire life. I'm not exaggerating. However, it's a good idea to do it more than once. You know, um, there's no regular schedule that you should be doing it on. It also depends on how intense that breathwork session was for you. Sometimes you do a session and it doesn't really feel like much happened, or maybe it was your first time and you were really thinking the whole time and really just trying to figure out what's going on and you didn't get much out of it. So if that happens, then you could do it again pretty soon after, like maybe a week later or a few days later. But sometimes you have a breathwork session that feels like it shatters your entire reality and it exposes things to you from within that really take a long time to integrate and to start to, um, you know, implement in your life. So, you know, you could do a breathwork once and then come back five years later and do another one. 
or you could do a number of them all in a row for kind of like a big impact. Or if you're really in like transformation time, doing a lot of breathwork sessions can be beneficial, but I would never suggest doing it every day or more than about once a week. For mm -hmm. me, I've done it where I've done many over a few months and then not at all for a few years. And then maybe I'll do one and then another one six months later, and then I'll do a few and then none for a few years. So it can be kind of as needed and it helps to work with a practitioner who can sort of guide you along that path as well. Hmm. So one thing that you mentioned to tap into the subconscious was tapping. So what is that? Yeah, tapping is something that I just do myself. I, I'm not an expert in it at all, but if anybody wants to look it up, I suggest the tapping solution. I think that's a website. Um, it's with Nick and Jessica Ortner. Um, I'm not associated with them at all, but I use a lot of their videos and I know they have an app that's great. But tapping is this method where you actually tap with your fingertips on specific points on your body, like on your face and your head and your collarbones. And while you're tapping, you speak out loud specific phrases and you, these tapping points, from what I understand, they signal to your nervous system that you're safe and that you can relax. And then you're speaking out loud how you're feeling. Like, I'm so stressed out right now and I can't even handle all this stress. I'm so angry, I can't even function. And all I wanna do is scream, those kinds of phrases. And there's videos and audios you can follow along with, or you can learn to just do it yourself, but both are powerful. And so when you're speaking your truth and you're saying super raw, honest things, and you're tapping on these points that tell your body that you are safe, it gives you this massive energetic and um, nervous system shift that puts you into a relaxed state, even though there's bad stuff happening or the reality is, is that you are unhappy. So like I, I like to do it every day, no matter how I'm feeling as kind of a maintenance thing, but I've also used it right in the middle of feeling like I'm going to have a panic attack or feeling like I'm so unhappy. Like if I got into a big fight with somebody and I'm just like, I don't know what's going to happen. This is so terrible. And I'm crying and I can't really move forward with my day. I'll do the tapping. And after tapping session, it's like, ah, like it's still real. The reality of the circumstances are still there, but I'm calm, I'm grounded, I can think, and I can move forward as a person. So that's why I really like tapping, but it, it isn't something I'm like, I don't do that with clients and I'm not um, a huge expert in it. I love that. I feel like everything that you do works together. You have all of these like releasing techniques, like tapping and the breath work. And once you can release it, then you are then you can live more in your human design once you know all of that i feel like it it all makes sense now <laughs> yeah and it seems like a lot of people start living according to their human design when they do that releasing like when people do breath work they just automatically get more into alignment with their design whether they know their design or not mm. like the goal in life would be to just 
live according to your human design chart without ever even knowing about it. And I think that we all will default towards doing that if we can let go of so much of the conditioning. Yeah. And I almost, for me, at least I feel like what we gain from the human design is permission of like, it's okay to not do what we were taught or to not, or to feel a different way or to act in a different way than what we grew up or were taught to do, you know? Yeah, totally. I feel the same way. Yeah. People say they feel really validated from learning about their chart. I always encourage people to start with the podcast um, because it's helpful for you to get a little bit of an understanding yourself. And my podcast is run kind of like a course. So if you start from the first episode, you learn everything in order in a very simple way for beginners. And then after a couple of episodes, people are more ready for a reading where they have at least a little bit of information about themselves first. Okay. That's good to know. Mm -hmm. And again, if you guys missed it, her podcast is titled The Beginner's Guide to Human Design. And my whole reading is going to be up there if you want to check it out. But Madeline, thank you so, so, so much for coming on and sharing all of your healing work with us. It was amazing to listen to and absorb. You're so welcome. And thank you for having me. And I can't wait to hear from your listeners. Feel free, anyone who's listening to reach out and say hi over on Instagram. I love chatting with new people. So I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's journal entry. I love connecting with my listeners. So make sure you screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram at samantha.s.says so I know you're listening. And don't forget to grab your free training and journal prompts at www.samanthapenkoff.com forward slash podcast.